Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We decided to do a Thanksgiving holiday special this year. You're welcome. <laughs> You're also welcome for me <laughs> not going with our first choice of movie. Yes, please. Tell tell the folks why. Tell us oh everything. Oh my god. I just did a quick... <laughs> I, I had in my head this, I had a vague memory that there was some kind of killer turkey movie. Oh, And God. so I just do a quick search for Thanksgiving horror movies, and I mm -hmm. find Thanksgiving. Sounds promising. Sounds promising. Uh, it was just, it was so bad that I did not want to inflict <laughs> it on you people. Because <laughs> we're not really, we're a monster movie podcast, not a bad movie podcast. Sometimes we happen to watch things that are bad, but it's not our goal to watch things that are bad. Sure. Unlike other things you may have listened to. So Thanks Killing was just so everything about Naked. It, it, <laughs> in the beginning, but then uh, not throughout. So <laughs> the most gratuitous nudity I've ever seen in a movie. Because it starts with, it tell a title card telling us moments after the first Thanksgiving, and then a close up of some boobs, and this yeah! topless, this topless pilgrim woman is running through the countryside, <laughs> running away from something. Oh yeah! But there's no, she's topless for no, re, you know, it's just sort of hanging out of her pilgrim, her cheap dime store pilgrim costume, mm. and mm. Mm. for no mm. reason. Absolutely no reason other than the director knew one person who was willing to show her boobs. <laughs> and he wanted boobs in the movie. Who doesn't? Who doesn't want boobs? Because later in the movie, there is a sex scene where nothing is exposed because that actress was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, sir. So it would have actually made sense, though, in that scene. It, I mean, it still would have been kind of gratuitous, but it would have made sense. But she was like, nope, <laughs> this movie is not, I don't know what her reason was. I don't know if she wasn't getting paid enough or if she just opposed in general. I mean, she did agree to be in this shitty movie. but still. Well, maybe it was written that way. Maybe it was like, we'll show nipples when it's inappropriate. And then when it's appropriate, yeah. we won't show any <laughs> nipples. And I that'll guess. keep the audience engaged. <laughs> I guess. Because, yes, this <laughs> opening scene makes you think it's going to be that kind of movie throughout. And then it just refuses to be. <laughs> For the rest You're of like, the come on! Where's the rest of the ninnies? And then the sequel is Thanks Killing Three. What? There is no there is no two. There is no there is no Thanks Killing Two. Okay. The sequel is Thanks Killing Three. In and it's in space. It starts out I haven't what? watched the whole thing. It starts out with the same woman floating in outer space in a spacesuit that has holes cut in it so that her breasts are exposed. Oh my god. And I'm not I don't think I can make it through that movie. But I'm gonna oh assume it's the same gosh. situation. That's hilarious. 
Also, and I hate to be objectifying, but I'm going to be. This woman's not particularly attractive. Boo! Boo that objectifying! I'm just saying, she's just willing to show her breasts. Boo your toxic beauty standards. Just, I, I haven't seen the woman. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> yeah, Both of these things are on Tubi if you are foolish enough to watch them. But no, I said no, we're not going to, even though now I've talked for like five minutes about this piece of shit movie. <laughs> I found another thing called Pilgrim, and I'm like, okay, this looks like maybe it's a little higher quality movie. Yeah. Well, what, what year was um, Thanks Killing? Thanks Killing. Oh, by the way, Thanks Killing. The, the, the monster in Thanks Killing is a, a turkey, a puppet turkey that talks. Oh, good. It talks? Yes. Okay, I'm definitely going to put this on my Thanksgiving list. The first line in that opening scene is, nice tits, bitch. No. Then, yes. And then he kills oh her with a tomahawk. God. He kills her with a tomahawk. And then in the second movie, it's nice tits, bitch, in space. <laughs> yeah, that's the actual one. Wow. Thanks Killing is from 2008. Thanks Killing 3 is from 2012. And apparently I had some kind of kickstarter or crowdfunding or whatever i cannot imagine anyone watching the first movie and then saying <laughs> yes i'd love to fund that <laughs> i will contribute my hard-earned money to help you make another one of these <laughs> well I, I have to say that you're making it sound like i mean i, I want to watch it you go but ahead but you've I'm been warned it is it is bad i'm glad we're not doing it Everything about yeah. it is bad. This this killer turkey supposedly returns every 555 years or something like that. And I'm like, what no. are you talking about? How does how does it return? It could it could not have returned once yet if it started in the first Thanksgiving. And it and that's how often it re- that's ridiculous. What do you mean? How would you know it returns when it's only been barely enough time for this to happen once? It's uh, never mind. It's uh. next. So instead, because Precious loves you guys so much, he, not only did he watch this entire movie and then decide, you know what? No way. I care about my little monsters too much. But then he watched a whole nother movie. So just so you guys know, he really cares about you guys. So I found Pilgrim and then I found out it's part of a series, not a Pilgrim series, but... It's a it's on Hulu, folks. If you want to watch uh-huh. Pilgrim, it's on it's on Hulu. It's part of a series called Into the Dark, but that it's a series of movies. They're calling it a TV series, but it's a series of movies and an anthology. The idea is one every month based on the holiday of that month. Oh, okay. And so Pilgrim is actually from season two, which oh. ran from two thousand nineteen to two thousand. And 21 it says wow yeah i was glad we were doing something in 2019 i was like dang this is only a few years old it started with halloween 2019 so pilgrim came out in november 2019 and it runs through march of 2021 wow and that holiday is spring full moon that's that's <laughs> that's not a proper holiday so maybe next year we'll go back and watch Flesh and Blood, which was a Thanksgiving episode from the first season. Oh, cool. I don't have a 
full synopsis and I didn't take any notes. <laughs> <laughs> so we are winging it a little bit of raw dog in it today, but uh, it's a special <laughs> episode. So, you know, but, special. Uh, <laughs> so I had no idea when I chose this, that it, uh, that it was actually part of a larger thing, but there you go. It is directed by Marcus Dustin, story by Noah Feinberg, teleplay by Noah Feinberg and Marcus Dustin and Patrick Melton. It claims to be sort of a true story. (laughs) As far as I can tell. I see why they said that, but I'll wait till the end of the movie to tell you. Well, it appears that the truth of it is just that the one of the authors, I guess Noah, I'm guessing because it's a story by, uh, once had to participate in a rather awkward Thanksgiving that involved historical reenactors. But I think all of the, all of the murder and cannibalism, I don't think is at all true. (laughs) Lame. This is what you called inspired by true events that a thing Mm -hmm. happened. And that gave me an idea for a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, another movie that does this is, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's Tusk. It's a Kevin uh-huh. Smith movie. Mm-hmm. And it, at the beginning of the movie, it's like based on a true story. And then it's like this fucking weird, crazy, wild movie. And you're thinking like, what? This is based on a true story. But then when you like kind of research it, it's like, oh, we were doing this podcast and we had this idea, like, wouldn't this be so crazy? (laughs) And so because they had talked about it previously on a podcast, they were like, yeah, we could totally say that this is based on a true story. Because it's totally true that I told this story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it really adds to the movie. I think it adds to the movie because you're like, like, holy shit. Texas Chainsaw Massacre claims to be based on true events. Oh, yeah. It is not. Well, it is very loosely inspired by Ed Gein. So just Mm -hmm. the idea of somebody wearing someone else's face as a mask (laughs) comes from Ed Gein having, you know, made a uh, skin suit out of other people's skin. But but then all, all the rest of the details is just pulled out of their ass. It's not. They're very lotioned ass. It puts the lotion on the skin. (laughs) That too. (laughs) Okay, so Pilgrim. Pilgrim. The cast is Rain Edwards as Cody. Kerr Smith as Shane. Beth Curry as Catherine? Is Catherine the... She's the the neighbor. She's the the, the, uh, aunt... I think she's the the neighbor and also the the boyfriend's mom is Catherine. That's who, right, right. Not she's not real, right. For some reason, I had the idea in my head she was our aunt, but yes, the boyfriend's mother is the aunt. Mm-hmm. She's not an aunt; she's a mother. Taj Spites is Finn. Mm-hmm. That's the boyfriend. Uh, Elsie Levesque is Patience. Yeah. Uh, another one of the pilgrims. Yeah, she gave me Tess, the creeps. Tess Goss is Diane. Dana L. Wilson is Gina. Catherine Taylor Smith is Cody's mom. Did we see her? Yeah, the, um, we see her in a, a in a in a flashback. It's like a memory, and she we don't really actually see her face. It's kind of blurred, so that we re- understand <laughs> that it's like the memory. So we see right. like her mom and dad fighting, but her face is like she like looks very far away, kind of like she's a little blurred oh. out. 
th- see, we kept getting this flash of parents fighting and mm-hmm. at some point, and I assumed it was Cody's parents, but then there's a point yeah. where it seems like it's Ethan's parents. No, it's Cody's parents. It's Cody's mom leaving the family right. on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yes. And... So we, we don't, uh, we keep just seeing this kid's feet hanging down from the chair, not reaching the floor. Mm-hmm. We hear muffled but raised voices. And it's important because in this fight, the mom is saying one of the first things and loudest things she says is like, you don't appreciate anything I do. Like, I'm leaving. You don't appreciate me. Oh, And I feel like that's, huh? He's not thankful. He's not grateful. Yeah, yeah. And so I think I feel like that's kind of important in, in the fight that she's remembering those particular words. Dave Maddie is big pilgrim. Perry Smith is Lady Pilgrim, Charles Courier is Elder Pilgrim, and Ken Dickerson is uncredited as Ginger Pilgrim. Damn, okay. So a woman invites reenactors to produce an authentic first Thanksgiving for her family and friends. However, things take an unexpected turn when the actors refuse to break character. Well, that's not... It's not that's not at all what happens that. it's not <laughs> as simple as that it's not just that they refuse to break character it's that they're fucking insane <laughs> and there's sort of a kind of maybe possibly supernatural element to this yeah which i guess you don't really know until the end right right or i actually didn't know i never saw it coming until the end i was like what I thought it was funny, though, that they're giving them an authentic pilgrim experience and then they show up in these fucking pilgrim outfits that are not authentic at all. It's what everybody thinks of as pilgrim outfits, but those are not how pilgrims dressed. Yeah, I think the whole kind of theme of the movie is like that. Like, we're going to give you this. And then they say like the whole thing, they fuck up every like the whole thing. They don't know shit about pilgrims, because even like at one point, the guy's like, when I caught a trout off the like Mayflower, and she's like, Trout's a freshwater fish, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, they like... <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah. It's so good. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, pilgrims did not wear hats and shoes with big old buckles on them. <laughs> that That's what I your did. child wears at their second grade recital, yeah. pretending yeah. to be yeah. a pilgrim. <laughs> that image came about, I think, from like newspaper articles and things years there i read it somewhere but i didn't look it back up again thanksgiving was not that big a deal until like much later in our history and then was it lincoln or i don't know but people were trying to sort of create this sense of americanism and and you know we reinforce our sense of history uh-huh. so we're sort of pushing the idea of thanksgiving later in our history and the illustrations in the newspapers of pilgrims showed them in these buckled hats and shoes because they that style was thought of as quaint and old-fashioned. Huh. But it wasn't quaint and old-fashioned from the actual period of the pilgrims. Ah. I'm not sure what period, if any, it actually comes from, but, but there you, you know, It's kind of like uh, in... Braveheart. Uh-huh. They're yeah. wearing kilts in Braveheart because that's our image of what Scotsmen wear, but mm-hmm. the people <laughs> historically in Braveheart would not have been wearing kilts. Yeah. Similar thing. 
It's just, oh, it's olden times and they're Scottish, so therefore they must be in kilts. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she hires these. So we have this family. Cody. Cody's the older daughter. Cody, Shane, Anna, and who's the... Tate. Tate is the Tate. youngest brother. Tate. Mm-hmm. Why is he's not listed on inter- what the hell? Internet Movie Database. For real, because he did so good. He's not listed in the top cast here. I guess I got to go to full cast and crew to find poor Tate. What the <laughs> hell, man? <laughs> I don't even see. I don't. Uh, oh, oh my gosh, it. really? <laughs> Folks, wow. I'm prepared for this episode. It's a special. <laughs> what do you want from us? <laughs> uh, uh, so we got Cody, Shane, Anna, and Tate. Tate is Antonio Raul Corbo. Shout out, Mr. Corbo. He did a great job. That is a very ethnic name. So this doesn't come up at all, but... So they're a mixed family, though. Anna is the stepmother. She's also Tate's actual mother. Yes, yes. So apparently, so they're a mostly white family, but Cody is mixed. Her mother was black. It it doesn't come up at all, but I don't know if they just like this actress or if they wanted to just make her visually different from the rest of the family or just. Hmm. Or, or maybe just it's just the, like a normal know. ass family. Doing just, normal just, ass family shit. Of, yeah, yes. There's a lot of families like that <laughs> these days. But I'm just saying, when you're casting a movie, that's a specific choice. I, I feel like they made that choice specifically because of the story and because mm-hmm. of um, like what the story represents and like how we kind of process Thanksgiving as like you know this Americanized version of what we think Thanksgiving is right. with the pilgrims and the Indians and blah 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 and then we kind of have this character you know who is like kind of standing up for what Thanksgiving really is we see in like several different times that she's like well that's bullshit or that's bullshit it was actually yes. this you know she's so not I feel into like the- they yeah, I feel like they did intentionally kind of like make this character uh right. I, I don't know. I feel like they she, wanted her to be black for a reason and maybe I'm like looking right. too far into it or whatever, but I feel like it was symbolic. Well, yeah, she I mean, yeah, she's not having any of this whitewashed history elementary school nonsense yeah. that we have pushed on us. But at no point in the movie does anybody mention the racial difference. And... Well, th- there is a little bit of a challenge, though, in the racial difference with the pilgrims. He does mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, yeah, he does. And she's like, she looks at him and she's like, what do you mean by that? Like, what do you mean? Like, she pushes him to say, like, what are you actually saying? And he's like, well, I mean, Tate must be your half-brother. And she's like, yeah, oh, the other right. half that's of him. Right. We lost the other half of him in an accident. But he kind of tries right. and she just, like, he does doesn't say even take obvi- the bait. He's the only one that mentions it. You're right. He says that he is obviously your half-brother because I can tell by looking at you. Yeah. But he doesn't, he doesn't, as crazy as he is, he doesn't say, he doesn't seem to imply anything negative about that. It's also another thing too. I follow this, um, this woman on Instagram and she was adopted by white parents, but she's a black woman. And she talks a lot about like, just how that dynamic 
works and how that dynamic doesn't work in like certain situations and like just uh-huh. saying that the way that she was treated by certain people growing up and like basically her whole page is just like spreading awareness for like if you are you know, a white family and you want to adopt a black baby that you keep their culture alive and that you do things to like help them and just to treat them like you would treat your child because they're now your child, you know, and, and sadly that there is problems with that where people, white families will adopt, you know, black babies because they think that they're just like saving them and like, la la la, which (laughs) I, yeah, like it's a whole thing. It's like, obviously there's an argument it's, it could be a big argument of like, yeah, it's a baby. It needs a home. Like, it's great that this right. uh, couple is adopting the baby, but also it isn't always great because a lot of times the culture is lost or or yeah. the grandparents treat the grandbaby a certain kind of way because they're not right. exactly. Yeah. So there's all of this shit. And I kind of felt like making her the black character in this white family was kind of like playing on that dynamic and going into the symbolism of like the, the Thanksgiving. Right. You don't want to go the other way, though, and, and say, OK, I only want to adopt a white baby. <laughs> I mean, it I have a, yeah, a, it's, a, it's a difficult, I, you know, it, 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 I understand it's a it's a it's tricky uh, situation. It is because most, you have to like most really people like most people don't think about it. No, I was gonna say most people probably. Well, I don't know about most. A lot of people just want whatever baby's available. Yeah, of what course. What do you got? Yeah, what yeah, got? yeah. Exactly. And I think that the like that's part of the education of like this particular woman's page is like she's like sometimes you need to know like you need to know like oh okay like I'm getting this child from China okay what do I need to do as a parent to like keep this culture and to like help my baby like in society be a human but still like have a part of who they are and la 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 you know yeah. So anyways, uh, she wasn't adopted. Not, but her, she's not, yeah. She's not adopted. But her stepmother is white. So yeah. here's the thing though. Rain is or Cody rather mm-hmm. is I think they went maybe just a smidge too far with the bitchiness. I do not think so. I disagree okay. a thousand percent. I found her a little bit unsympathetic because she's just Ugh. so so negative. I mean, she's good with Tate. Mm-hmm. She just seems to really hate her stepmother, and it doesn't seem quite justified. I, I don't know. I disagree. I disagree. Well, I think the step the stepmother seems to be trying, and I mean, the reason she's brought these historical reenactors in is because she is trying to bring the family together. She understands that there is a rift in the family, and she wants them to be a whole family and she thinks yeah that if we go this extra step in our thanksgiving celebration and learn to appreciate what we have now and how mm-hmm. things were back then that this will bring us together and it kind of does yeah <laughs> but not well, in the way they lose a she... member they lose a member along the way yeah, I so, think that um she like Rainus or sorry, Cody is supposed to look like this like I, I feel like all of it, this is such a I had so much anxiety watching these parts of the movie because um there's a lot of moments where Cody is literally just being herself. She doesn't owe shit to anybody. She's a kid. Her mom left. Like, this is a stepmom. Like, I feel like 
her being quote unquote like bitchy, they kind of like play these moments, right? Where she could come across that way or she comes across that way to her parents. But the reality is, is that if this, if they would just sit down and communicate and talk and they knew how Cody felt and they did all of these things, they wouldn't need this, um, Thanksgiving celebration bullshit. Cody is acting this way. Like any teenager, any, anybody, any kid who is acting out or acting in a certain way, probably just needs to be loved and needs to be held and space needs to be held for that teenager. And if that was a thing that could have happened, it may be differently, but they never respect her. They never, they're always talking about how rude she is about how they, cause they see it as bitchy too, but it isn't. I just see it so differently and, and watching it, it's just like, I don't know. I feel like they, she's a teenager. They do not listen to her. They don't respect her. We don't know. Oh, actually, we don't know exactly how old she is, but she's in college. Okay. Well, still, that's even worse. That's even worse. <laughs> she's an adult. So then treat her like a fucking adult and not like some like little kid. They have this issue. Somehow it comes up that she's been skipping class. And so the father's annoyed because he's paying all this money for the college. Uh-huh. But then she's like, well, I didn't ask you to do that. I'm like, well, I uh-huh. know you didn't, but you're, I mean. Right. But that's the thing is like that didn't. right there, right there, right there, right, right there. Yeah. Perfect example. Perfect example is she, do- she didn't ask for it. She doesn't want to go to this school. Her father is so obsessed with business that he is pushing her to yeah. go to this like great school and la, 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 la. And she didn't ask for it. Maybe she wants to do something different. Maybe she wants right. to like whatever, but they never give her that opportunity. It's always like, she's just a, like a, a shitty kid or like just bitchy and blah, blah, blah. Another example of this that I really just made me fucking cringe is when the guy, the pilgrim, like Ethan comes in and he kisses the mother's hand and then he Uh goes and he grabs Cody's hand and he goes to kiss her hand and she pulls away and says, no, thank you. None of that, please. And they're like, and they're like, don't be fucking rude. And I'm like, oh my God, that pisses me off so much because it's okay to not want a stranger to kiss you in any way or to kiss your hand. But this is like the whole dynamic around Cody is like everything she does, they think it's disrespectful. They think it's rude. They think it's, don't be rude. Don't be this, act this way. And it's bullshit. And that's why she is acting the way she is. And I feel like she is every fucking right. I didn't think she was too bitchy. I felt like the parents could be like, just listen to her if they just communicated and like sat and looked her in the eyes and like, but it was none of that. And I just feel like maybe I experienced this a lot as a kid or like experienced (laughs) this, like, because it was like, so I, it was making me so anxious. The movie, like people die, there's blood. It's like a crazy, scary movie. And the things that like really made me the most anxious was like no one respecting this little girl and her boundaries and what she is saying. Not a single adult, not a single anyone. It was just like killing me inside. The, um, the hand, the hand kiss did, because it wasn't just that he, you know, brushed his lips. He, he lingered a bit on the mother's hand, you know, which is not the proper. First of all, I don't think that's a pilgrim thing. Yeah, nothing they more, did was more, actually a pilgrim More inaccuracy. <laughs> but, you know, in in whatever period in society where that's the appropriate thing to do, you're just supposed to just sort of brush, not linger and slobber on the hand, <laughs> which is kind of what he does. So, yeah, she's Ew. absolutely like, no, no, thank you. 
did they have like a pre-Thanksgiving turkey? Because there's a wishbone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where was the wishbone from? Were they having a pre-Thanksgiving turkey mm-hmm. or was well, it they just were, a chicken? they were having they were having a dinner. So I I don't know what the Maybe it was just a chicken? Maybe. This is where the supernatural element comes in. She's announced that this thing is happening, but they haven't shown up yet. Mm-hmm. There was also some kind of party pre-Thanksgiving. An HOA, an HOA party. party? What is HOA? It's it's the the honor or something. It's for the neighborhoods, like the homeowners rich neighborhood associ- people. Yeah. Homeowners association. Mm-hmm. Homeowners association is having a party. Okay. Or they're having a meeting. They're supposed to be having a, a meeting. Yeah. And some of the women are being really bitchy about that. I kind of felt bad for the stepmother. I mean, she was she was also a little bitchy, but I did not. <laughs> These women are talking about her behind her back about how. At least his first wife didn't try so hard. She's put on a fairly nice party, and they're just criticizing her for trying too hard. Yeah, that's just bitches. That's just like women, like, haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. Cody overhears this, but doesn't, you know, feel any sympathy for her about it. I mean, you know, she's, I understand, you know, her mother left, and now this new one. We don't really have any detail about how the second marriage happened. Uh-huh. Or how quickly it happened. But we do hear the mother say at one point, do you think she thinks it's my fault? Which leads me to believe that there was an affair. Possibly. But we, yeah, again, we don't have enough information to be to be sure. Uh-huh. But based on how old she is and how old Tate is, it's hard to say how long. Yeah, it, it depends on how quickly they had Tate after they, I don't know. Anyway, my point was, though, that there's a wishbone. <laughs> They're having dinner, they're arguing, they're bickering, but there's a a wishbone. And she and Tate, Tate's never heard of this before, she and Tate break the wishbone and she gets the bigger half. And her wish is that this whole pilgrim thing will backfire on her stepmother. Mm -hmm. And her wish comes true. (laughs) Yeah. Oopsie. And, (laughs) And the thing is, At the very end, I'm going to jump ahead here. At the very end of the movie, when the bad guy is finally vanquished, his hand falls open and the wishbone falls out. Yeah, and he says to her, isn't this what you wished? Didn't you wish for this? Yes, which implies that this was all something actually, not just psychopaths, but something actually supernatural. But through most of the movie, it just seems like natural psychotic people doing bad things not spirits or (laughs) or demons or something yeah so yeah there's a there's a scene where cody and her boyfriend are like looking for this for these like pilgrim people like looking for the company like on facebook or like on the internet so they can like read about it and they can't find anything like they can't find anything on it at all the mom did say that she found them online Mm -hmm. so maybe she found a real thing online but then after she made the wish, these the fake thing happened. ones sort of to- took over. <laughs> like, the, like the next day, the real actors show up and they're like, oh, we're so sorry, we're late. Our car broke down on the way here. We tried <laughs> to call you. We couldn't get through. <laughs> but that doesn't happen. Anyway, this guy, so... 
Also, though, so Ethan and Prudence show up at the door. Hi, we're the reenactors. Patience. They yes, stay stay patience. Yeah, they stay very much in character. Patience apparently is going to go <laughs> stay with at Catherine's. They've they've shown up early. They were expecting them on Thanksgiving. They've shown up a day or two early. Patience is going to go do dinner for Catherine, uh-huh. and Ethan's going to stay with them for a couple of days. And she's like, "Oh, oh, you're." You're staying here? Okay. Sure. It's like, well, I need time to prepare to get to get ready. And basically Ethan's <laughs> function or his or his psychosis or or whatever is to find people who are not properly thankful, not properly grateful for what they have, who don't appreciate what they have and then to take it from them. So that they know and will appreciate, they'll know what they've lost and they will appreciate what they had. <laughs> Fucking crazy this, ass. And th- there's a scene where he's talking to Tate and trying to explain the idea of gratitude to Tate. And Tate seems to get it. And then he's like, oh, thank you, Lord. I I, I didn't have to take was, everything away from this yeah, one to teach right. him. Exactly. So, Go fuck yourself. It does seem like he's done this before. This is another thing that doesn't quite make sense. So if they are some just supernatural respond to this wish, he does seem like he's basically a cult leader who has done this before. Mm-hmm. It's He's definitely done it before. I feel like all of them yeah. have. Like, this is a yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> so Prudence. Patience. Patience. <laughs> Wrong Temperance. group. <laughs> uh, patience. Kills Catherine and Catherine's son, the boyfriend, and then comes over to the other house. It's like, all right, I got rid of those people. Let me help out over here. Yeah. I don't remember what they... And he starts, like, building things out in the yard and (laughs) just generally being weird and creeping out Cody. He's really kind of creeping out everybody, but Anna doesn't want to admit this Uh might have been a mistake. Uh So... Uh, and Cody, at every single turn, Cody is like, this is wrong. Um, no, stay the fuck away from my little brother. Like, why are you alone yeah. with him? Why are you building yeah. shit in my yard? Like, she is on top of it, on everything. Yeah. But but she's yeah. just too bitchy for anyone to realize. Yeah. I, th- I just, I don't know. I think it's just a slight, I mean, it's not that I wasn't at all sympathetic to her. I just think a slight adjustment might have made her a little more sympathetic i thought she was perfect except for tate she just seems to have a negative attitude toward well and i guess her boyfriend just have such a negative attitude towards everybody all the time because they don't listen to her all the time (laughs) (laughs) but i mean she never yeah we know that the we know we're watching a horror movie and these and that these pilgrims are going to turn out badly but she doesn't give it a chance at all because it's like automatically, like, it, it, I don't know. It just feels like automatically it's like red flag, red flag, red flag. And she's like the right. only person who's like, yeah, uh, red flag, <laughs> red flag, red flag. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, um, I don't know. I think. I also, I, I don't the... know when the last time you like hung around like a, a young, like teenage girl or like college student, but this is very <laughs> accurate. <laughs> And they're all kind of bitchy. 
Well, I mean, it's just because, like, it's hard, dude. Like, it's hard being, first of all, a young woman. It's really hard to be a young black woman. Um, but then for, like, everyone around you to treat you, like, just second class, like, not even because of that, but just because you're, like, she, I just feel like no one gives a shit about her feelings, like, no one wants to listen to her, everyone's so involved and so wrapped up in their own shit, and as a parent, like, I, you gotta, like, have a little bit of space and a little bit of room for, like, your kid to be right or to have ideas that are right or to anything. And they just, the whole, they just never give that to her. And I feel like because they never give that to her, she has a bit of an attitude and I just feel like it's warranted. I don't know. <laughs> I just really, I thought she was perfect. And I like, uh -huh. I, I guess I just like really connected to her character. I felt very connected <laughs> to her character and to her bitchiness. <laughs> and I uh -huh. felt in like, it, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. Um, uh, I mean, the thing is, even though these guys are, are, you know, psycho cannibal killers, uh -huh. there is a lesson to, there is a lesson to be learned, which she does learn. And, yeah. And, and her mother does too. So she's got to have somewhere to, to go. Uh -huh. So this whole thing builds up to the pilgrims uh deciding to uh punish them <laughs> punish everybody uh they put the father in the stocks turns out one of the things they've been building is stocks <laughs> they you know everything everything starts going on thanksgiving thanksgiving night all the, the other pilgrims show up and everything starts totally going insane and yes turns out she was she was right and he uh god what is he does he brand somebody does yeah he, well uh, they brand anna um patience yeah. brands anna yeah they torture them there's some fighting the <laughs> patients get stabbed in the temple with a is it an ice pick or a screwdriver something it i don't know it's some sort it of goes through, um kitchen utensil for yeah. yeah some sort of kitchen utensil that i've never seen goes through her hand first so that it doesn't go all the way into her brain and kill her so uh -huh. when when uh cody's fighting back anyway what ultimately they end up killing and cooking shane but they they had established earlier on that there's some kinds of cherries that are poisonous uh-huh I meant to look this up. Yeah, the ones with the green stems, which I was like, isn't every stem green? I mean, um, some of them are brown. Some of them uh, eating just three to four pits of a Morello cherry or seven to nine pits of red or black cherries may lead to cyanide toxicity. Yeah, that's what's happening. Can you eat wild cherries? Are they po most... Uh... Poisonous wild cherry. I don't know. Anyway, she ends up uh, <laughs> when they're being forced to help prepare the meal. She, uh, which is Cody her dad. <laughs> the Cody, meal is her dad. <laughs> Cody ends up putting some of the poisonous. They had gone cherry picking. Ethan and, and uh, Tate. Had, Tate. Or had gone cherry picking a day or two beforehand, and uh, she puts some of the poisonous cherries in the cherry sauce or whatever that's being made. 
So all the pilgrims start <laughs> vomiting violently. Mm -hmm. and like and like blood coming out of their eyes i think that's like why they were trying to be like it's cyanide look at this yeah Yeah, they do the thing where they take the the tray off the the lid off the tray and and the dad's head is under there Mm -hmm. uh, i guess they've cooked his they've cooked his rib cage his torso Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they burnt it it looks really burnt (laughs) like geez louise yeah little medium rare next time ethan figures out what's happening and and induces vomiting in himself to try and stem off the poison and there there's there's a big fight oh but she does at one point at, at the table before everybody starts dying uh cody acknowledges that she has been ungrateful and that she should appreciate what her stepmother does more and that she did give her tate she loves her little brother yeah so without the step without the stepmother she wouldn't have this little brother and she acknowledges the the just the general work that excuse me the stepmother does taking care of the family and i can't remember what the stepmother doesn't did she say some yeah the so the guy ethan ethan puts the knife to her neck and he's like follow follow your daughter follow what she's doing are you grateful and she's like no i never took them for granted i loved them even though he has like a knife to her throat and i was like okay anna right (laughs) right well i mean i think she did she just maybe didn't show it in a way that communicated that properly to cody Mm -hmm. lack of communication yeah yeah, lack of communication. I think she loves and cares for both of the children. Yeah, totally. For sure. But Cody just, you know, it's a you know, she's a stepmother. It's a difficult situation. It is, yeah. But there's a big fight and they the three of them successfully get away from the pilgrims and kill them all and does the house burn down? I feel like there's a fire at some point. There is a fire, but the house doesn't like burn down. There's just it's some just, fire. Okay, so the, the the fire department gets there in time to... <laughs> yeah. So it's not a total loss. <laughs> and then as I said, as I said, we see that that um, she may have actually brought this upon them with her, with her bad wish. <laughs> Which was, a, it was with kind of a shitty thing wish. to wish for. It was a shitty yeah. thing to wish for. Yeah. It reminded me so much of, like, Krampus. Like, you know, the kid's like, Uh, ah, fuck this. I wish everyone would just die. That's not what he says. But he's like, fuck this. I hate Christmas. And then all of a sudden, like, Santa's like, hey, bitch, what'd you say? You hate Christmas. Well, watch this. You know, it felt very much like that. And I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it made me curious to watch some more of these movies. Of course, they're all directed by different people and written by different people, so... I have no idea what the quality of any of the rest of them are, mm-hmm. but it did certainly make me curious. So it is on Hulu. Yes. I got to say, I did. I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I, I, rec- I recommend it. Honeybee, did you? Did Absolutely. You I loved it. I loved it so much. I highly recommend if you are into the horror holidays thing like Krampus you know Thanksgiving doesn't really have as many of those kind of movies I didn't even know Thanksgiving was a thing but it's definitely <laughs> I definitely recommend like um 
it, it, I kind of put this in the genre of like Krampus or like Benny loves you or like sort of that, even though there's not a lot of comedy in it, it's kind of that same like feel of movie and kind of same feel of horror. Also, in this movie, the editing is so wacky, and I just really loved the editing in this movie, like how they edit certain scenes or certain moments to kind of give you this vibe of something. Like, whatever they're trying to, like, do in that scene, they may edit something a little weird or a little different to kind of give you that, and I really loved that. I loved how they edited this movie. Like, uh, an example would be when, um, shoot, I can't remember the boyfriend's name. The actor's name is Taj, but I can't remember his, the boyfriend's, like, character name. But he, when he falls out of the closet and he's dead, like, Finn. Patience has killed him. Finn. Finn, that's right. Um, when Finn falls out of the closet, they edit it to where you see him fall out of the closet maybe, like, four or five times. Like, right after another. Mm. One, two, three, four. But the mm. way that, so that you're seeing it in kind of this, like different it's i can't even really explain it but you see him fall out the, the screen kind of goes like a blue gray and then you see him fall like four times and they do this edit where they're showing him and then showing cody and like her reaction back and forth and it's so cool i really love that and they do it throughout the whole film so it's really neat i really liked that about it i thought it was something like kooky but that added to the like creepiness, you know what I mean? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, Taj also, I this I thought this was interesting. He also looks like he's mixed race, but we never see what his father looks like. Mm-hmm. Wah wah. Because his because his mother's very white. Mm-hmm. He looks mixed to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, do they even tell us is she a single mother is it i don't know if i can't um they do talk a little bit about her mental health like about her having panic attacks and like you get some of this like her and patients talking and like she is just really like sad and doesn't like really like there's a lot going on so it doesn't really say what it is like if it's that her husband left or that whatever but they just kind of like go into like how she's sad and she is like having a hard time with things and having really bad panic attacks which is why Anna wanted to give her this like Thanksgiving gift so that she didn't have to do yeah. anything for Thanksgiving. She can just sit back and relax right. and enjoy herself. And thanks a lot, Anna, because you yeah. just got your friend killed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it all though that they, you know, the whole not being grateful. I didn't get that Catherine and Finn had anything coming to them at all. They uh-uh. didn't seem ungrateful. I really think that it's just, uh, like, kind of symbolic of, like, us pushing this, like, Thanksgiving pilgrims and Indians and la 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 and everyone got along. And it was so, and I felt like this was kind of the symbolism of, like, eh, that's really not what happened. And just to, like, really show you that, we're going to put some shit in here. Like, the Jesus shit was, like, a little much for me, how they were, like... Do you know what I mean? Like how he was like reading things out of the Bible to Tate, like alone. Uh-huh. And then where like he's like when he talks to, I guess, to God, whenever he's like, oh, I don't have to take everything yeah. away from this. I It kind of feels like, is it like symbolism for like people coming over here or like people like pushing their religion? I mean, they're pilgrims. They, le- they left England because of their because their religion was being uh, persecuted right over there so, exactly so, they so that's they were so, they were religious that's why they're called pilgrims they were religious pilgrims so that's uh, inherent to to the idea of pilgrims that they're a religious community 
Sure. So this um, whole, like, thing of, like, him, like, pushing this, like, Jesus shit and, like, reading the Bible. And then at some point she says, like, Jesus! And he's like, blasphemy! And, like, tries to, like, drown her for sin. And so, I don't know. That was, like, a little bit <laughs> Oh, I forgot bit about much. that. I forgot about the dunking chair. They put, like, they uh. built, like, a freaking witch testing dunking chair and put it over the, the swimming pool. Mm-hmm. I'd forgotten about that. That's how yeah. they tortured her. I was trying mm-hmm. to remember how they how they tortured her. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. a, a cucking stool apparently is the name for that. Uh, oh, oh, that is not what punishment I thought that was. Chairs formerly used for punishment of disorderly women, scolds, and dishonest tradesmen. Oh, in England and Scotland. Yeah, he built a lot of shit in that backyard over a couple of days. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah. Cra- crazy shit. Crazy! How many stars are you gonna give Pilgrim? Um, I'm gonna say five stars for me. Wow. I loved it. Yeah, I really loved it. I will watch it again and again. It <laughs> is going to be a uh, Thanksgiving staple for me. I don't really celebrate Thanksgiving or, like, the holidays in general. Oh, I do. I celebrate the shit out of Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember how upset you were, like, when people were, like, d- doing Christmas stuff. You're like, give me my Thanksgiving first. <laughs> yeah, just cool it, Christmas. <laughs> oh, I saw the greatest meme. I saw the greatest meme. You know those big inflatable figures that you put in your front yard? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody had put a turkey, a, a, a Santa Claus, like, face down. With a big inflatable turkey sitting on top of them, oh. holding a sign, holding a sign that said "Wait your turn, fat man." Oh my god, that's hilarious! Oh, that's funny. Uh, Wait your turn, fat man. Yeah. Oh, look, man. I, I love, I love Halloween, uh-huh. and I'm okay with celebrating Halloween all month long. As listeners to this show, like you do, are aware. But I don't need Halloween to start before October 1st because I was seeing Halloween candy in the stores in September. Mm-hmm. Consumerism. And I don't want Christmas, and I do not want Christmas to start until December 1st. I don't want to see Christmas commercials or Christmas mm-hmm. movies. I don't want to yep. hear Christmas carols in the store. Mm. I don't want to hear any oh, of that shit God. until December 1st because I fucking love Christmas, but I don't want to hear about it until December 1st. I let hate Christmas. Thanksgiving, <laughs> let Thanksgiving have November. Let it. I want that Turkey Day. Ugh. Not that I give a shit particularly about pilgrims. <laughs> right, totally. But I enjoy you. You enjoy your American Thanksgiving. <laughs> big ass turkey meal with my family is what I is what I like. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the fake history of the pilgrims and that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. But I do think the idea of having a holiday to just be thankful for what we have and spend time with our family and eat a big ass turkey is a fine thing. And then Mm -hmm. you can have Christmas. Yeah. I just don't really like the holidays. Like, I I like Halloween. Like, I don't really do anything to celebrate it. I think when I drank a lot, I celebrated the holidays by drinking more. But I drank so much and, like, often that it... Whatever, you know, it was just like another day. But now that I don't do that, I just, I don't know. I, um, 
like, I obviously live in another city than, like, my family and all of that stuff, but I don't know. We just really aren't very, like, a holiday kind of family, really. Like, we were when I was a kid, but I don't know. I'm just not, I just, I'm, a, I'm kind of a Scrooge a little bit, a little bit of a Grinch, if you will. Okay, but both of those characters mm-hmm. came to love the holiday. People yeah, well, always I... talk about Scrooge and the Grinch forgetting the end of the story. Well, it's not the end of my story yet. I'm only like in my 30s. <laughs> I still have a, like a l- really long time before I fall in love with the holidays. You still have time to be haunted by three spirits. Yeah, I have plenty of time for that shit. <laughs> But for now, it's like, fuck you and your stupid holidays and your stupid music and your stupid stores with all the stupid shit. I just really hate it. I just really hate it. <laughs> I just really hate it. And I mean, it's it's not bad. I'm like happy for other people. Like, oh, that's so cool. And like have your like me and, and my family, like Gus, we're going to do we're going to make like a buffet type thing on Thanksgiving Day because we can't work and all of those things. So we're going to have a meal together and like watch movies and celebrate and stuff. But I just. I don't know. I think it's better when you like, like you have your big family and like a lot of people have kids and some people are religious. So that's what holidays are for them. And I just like am none of those things or have none of those things. So it's just like, eh, fucking holidays, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On that note, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Watch this movie. If you're into the scary Thanksgiving thing. What is our next episode? Let's see, the next one will be... It will be Gamera versus... Jiger? Gamera versus Jiger, yeah. Yeah, okay. So be back here in just two days for Gamera versus Jiger, <laughs> which is on Amazon. Yeah, Come baby. You little monster babes with your Thanksgiving feasts. Uh, until next time, I've been Precious D. And I have been Honey Bee. And remember to keep calm and seek shelter in basements. And please don't miss you science because some pilgrims may show up at your door trying to... <laughs> Do not misuse wishbones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do not misuse wishbones. <laughs> we won't see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Fun Time Go. Yay! You've been listening to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato Folk Rock Punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg.